Welcome to the Big Mike Fun Podcast, where you learn about advanced wealth building strategies from real estate investing to creating massive ROI and secure retirement profits. So pour yourself a cup of coffee, grab a notepad, and lean in. Because Big Mike has got the life starting now. Welcome to the Big Mike Fun Podcast. I'm the Big Mike. Mike Zlatnik. And today it is my pleasure and a privilege to welcome Beth Underhill. Hi, Beth. Hello. How are you? Thank you very much for coming on our podcast. Uh, just a quick introduction. Beth is a serial entrepreneur focused mostly on businesses that help women, which is wonderful. She is a tough cookie. She She's a power lifter. She beat cancer. She lives with her wonderful husband, her rock star daughter, and four dogs. And that's that's awesome. Dogs are like kids, so you have a big family. We do have a big family. We've always ever uh ever since I got introduced to my husband, I didn't grow up having uh having puppies or animals, I should say. But uh when I got introduced to my husband, he had a golden retriever. And since we've been together for 25 years, um, we've actually had 13 dogs so so we love dogs well that's wonderful uh yeah pets are like like kids some people mm-hmm. you have dogs i have a cat but uh it's it's part of the family that's that's awesome mm-hmm. so um wh- where do you live wh- where's home sure home is actually in cincinnati ohio so in the midwest got it that's wonderful you you, you get kind of the this call of the steady eddy market for real estate but you get some 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 good good cold weather I, I like cold weather i'm not some people hate cold weather cincinnati can get cold from the lakes get snow from the lakes right it can't well we're not like as close to the lakes actually i grew up near cleveland so we cleveland definitely yeah we had the lake effect um growing up but uh actually i you know i really like the temperature um, year round in Cincinnati, we never get extremely hot in the summer and our winters, occasionally we have the cold snap, but you know, I can handle 30 and 40 degree temperatures. Um, that's not anything too terrible to, to go out in and, and still do things. So, and we're, we're pretty lucky. Maybe we get one big snow a year and then that's it. So yeah, the falls here are really beautiful. And of course, we love the springtime when everything blossoms. So it's nice to have the seasons. Yeah, I appreciate that. And my two cents is uh, I, I used to live in Rochester, New York. It, it, it's like Cleveland gets a lot of snow and gets cold. Mm-hmm. But I guess Cincinnati is much more mild, a little little, little, little bit more pleasant. So thank you for sharing that. Sure. All right, l- let's jump into uh, how do you help women in real estate? Just talk a little bit about your journey. What is it that you do? Kind of your whole adventure my whole adventure in real estate or just in general in life (laughs) well real estate or life whatever i mean you you are the guest on a podcast you can talk about whatever you like so we're very flexible folks just they love to hear great stories so okay tell the story yeah um well i'll share a little bit about my real estate journey um in 2018 my husband and i started fixing and flipping single family homes we have owned and operated an outdoor living space construction company for 24 years actually And we thought that maybe this would be a natural progression to those winter months when it, you know, the temperatures did dip. Uh, We could actually bring our crews inside and they could um, be renovating houses instead of building outdoor living spaces outside. So we thought it was a natural progression and, and, um, but we didn't realize that it was going to be 
like another job. Um, we're, nothing wrong with that. However, you know, once COVID hit, our outdoor living space construction company went through the roof. And, um, you know, people, the only way that people were going to be able to gather was outdoors. And so we were inundated with business, which is a, a good thing to have, um, or a good problem to have, I should say. However, um, it just didn't line up then with um, uh, fixing and flipping single family homes. So that's when I pivoted actually into the commercial real estate space. And I immediately just started networking with people, hopping into Facebook groups and um, on the phone, um, just connecting. And lo and behold, I actually made a really great connection with a group of gentlemen who were um, who were newly forming a company and they were looking to um, take down some properties via syndications. Uh, and they asked for, hey, would you be able to come and help us out with marketing and investor relations and web design and so forth? And I thought, you know, why not? You know, this is going to help me to actually get involved and get into the real estate space um, probably much quicker than than any other way. Uh, so I did. And uh, funny thing is that, of course, um, I ended up, you know, one you know, it was myself as the only female with then we, we added more um, team, mem- team members to our group, but it was myself and then five other gentlemen. Um, so it was an interesting journey for the first year, uh, me being the only female and sometimes almost not feeling, um, and this was more on me than it was on them, but uh, feeling like I didn't have necessarily a voice and probably because I, I was still wet behind the ears and I was the one that knew the least about syndications and so forth. Um, but as I've grown and as I've evolved, um, I recognize like, hey, we need more women in this space. And so a lot of what I do and talk about, especially on um, Instagram and TikTok is, you know, how I can help females actually um, get into this space more, uh, bring more women into it. Um, so I have a lot of young, um, you know, 20, I would say on average, 23 to 27 year olds reach out to me on TikTok. Um, I'm probably on the phone. Um uh, with them, maybe, I don't know, three, four calls a week, um, just talking to them about, you know, what is a path that they can start taking? Uh, you know, sometimes they don't necessarily have the capital. So how, how can they get into it without the capital? Well, of course, there's, you know, numerous ways, in, including creative finance deals and so forth, or they can do what I did, which was um, essentially market my way into um, a group and, and be able to help them build, you know, their dream by, by doing things like marketing and investor relations and so forth. So, but, you know, I've had this history for a long time of always wanting to help women. I owned and operated um, um, an all women's uh, fitness studio for many years. And really, you know, it was, you know, just about women's empowerment. Um, I, I wanted to to help women who maybe were struggling with if it was their weight or how they felt about themselves. Um, really, just provide a home that that women could come to and feel comfortable with. Um, a lot of times, you hear, especially in the fitness world, um, women if they feel like they're they're not capable of of either lifting the weights or or doing a particular program because of the way they look. Um, you know, they won't, they won't attend classes. And so we try to um, really be this all-inclusive entity that, you know, we are very accepting of women of all shapes, sizes, and and so forth. And, and just wanted them to, you know, feel like it was a family. Um, However, um, towards the latter part of me owning the studio, I was diagnosed with cancer. And um, although I had a tremendous amount of support from uh, those very women, 
I, I realized at that point that, you know, maybe, maybe Beth needs to be taking care of herself <laughs> instead of, instead of how, you know, taking care of all of these other people, I needed to focus on myself. So that's what I did. And, and it was good timing too. My daughter was going to be a freshman or she was heading into her freshman year of uh, high school. And I thought to myself, you know what, I, I have only one child and I want to be the most present parent for, um, some of the best times uh, that, that are going to be of her life. And I, I wanted to just make sure that I was available and there for everything. Um, if it was volleyball games, basketball games, lacrosse games, she was a very um, athletic individual, um, proms, you know, however I could be there to show my support. And honestly, it, it really was the best decision I ever could have made. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that wonderful journey. And uh, it's, um, it's a great journey. It's uh, it, 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 it's it's life, and and uh, uh, you are absolutely right that in uh, real estate it is generally man dominated field for whatever historical reason. It's not even clear why it happened, but it, it just it just kind of happened. So we most certainly need more women in the space. It's almost like um, I look at it from my perspective. Uh, we you know we, we welcome great women uh, on the team. In fact, you know we we had new manager of investor relations who joined us in, in March. And we just had so much success and happiness having her join the team. Mm-hmm. And it's exactly what you described. Women are absolutely great at certain traits, much better than men. And it has mm-hmm. to be without being stereotypical. There's certain talents that are better usually for women and investor mm-hmm. relations and marketing. They, they are much better than men. I, I, I absolutely admit and accept that when it comes to certain things, there are better people who will do a much better job. And the the job of any leader in any organization is to recognize the strengths and then the shortcomings and get the right talents to help uh, the gaps in essence. So I completely support what you're doing. It makes a lot of sense. And and uh, continue. Just I'm just curious to hear. So do you have today a coaching service for women, or you just do it on a volunteering basis, or you just you know it's it's, it's a business that you um, that you have. And uh, continue your journey. So you're still working with that group of men in that field in the multifamily space. Uh, just just talk a little bit about is that the next step, next evolution? Obviously, you had the cancer challenge. You beat the cancer. Mm-hmm. You were there for your only daughter, who is a rock star, and 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 uh, that's wonderful. So just just continue. And what opportunities do you see ahead? Like what, what? How can you make further difference helping women be successful in this field? Sure, sure. So, um, currently, right now, I I I spend my time, and it's it's completely volunteer uh, um, to to speak to um, a lot of the women that reach out to me. Uh, I have, and and each one of them, I um, invariably always ask the question, "Do you have some kind of mentorship program?" And so I've been kind of toying with that idea, trying to to figure out what that could look like. Um, I know I. I kind of can't keep going down this path of, of the one-on-one time. Um, and, and not because I don't have the time to do it, but it would just make more sense for me to, to scale it in a sense where maybe I'm speaking with, um, you know, maybe 10 women at, at one time and, and taking an hour, hour and a half out of my day. And, and that would be accomplishing a lot more. Um, I do believe there's, um, 
you know, when you get a group of people together, you know, number one, um, there's always going to be like a better energy. And, and then, you know, if, if maybe, you know, someone asks a question that someone else is either thinking, they don't want to ask that question, or maybe they haven't thought of, you know, it, it's just a great opportunity for collaboration and for everyone to learn. So, um, so yes, that is on the, uh, the ticket, so to speak for 2024 to, to formulate that, put it together and, and see how that can, uh, can look, um, because I do want to help more women. And I think that that is going to be the best way that I can help, um, as many as possible, um, as many as myself will, um, my availability, my time and so forth will allow. Uh, I do still work with the group of gentlemen. We've actually, um, since we formed, which was uh, two years ago, right around this time, um, we have a, a 70 unit uh, multifamily. We have 126 bed student housing, another 252 student bed uh, housing that we just closed on in August. And then we're looking to close on another one here coming up in December. And that one is, it's, it's a combination of student housing. And also there's, um, there's a component of just young professionals, as well as some empty nesters that live in this particular uh, multifamily slash student housing property. Um, but we're going after more. We have a hotel conversion um, in Florida that we're working on as well too. And uh, there's some other things in the pipeline. So we'll see what uh, what 2024 brings, although, you know, we're in some interesting times, especially with interest rates and so forth. Uh, we've been very fortunate that some of the properties we have closed on, we've been able to assume um, some loans that still have um, a, a, a nice period of time in which um, those rates are still left like seven years. So, um, you know, we may or may not still have that property in seven years. Um, who knows? Or, we, you know, hopefully our, our um, you know, with what's going on in the economy, interest rates and so forth, uh, some of that might change and, and we'll, um, uh, maybe some of these rates will come down. So we'll see. But yeah, you know, excited to continue the journey. Um, it, in, in continuing finding more properties, building what I term as my, my legacy that I plan to leave to my daughter. Um, and in between that, I'm, I'm looking at just some other, um, opportunities and in, in just different asset classes, like residential assisted living facilities. Um, we have one, or I shouldn't say we, but, uh, with another group, um, I, um, we, we've looked at one that is off market and uh, we have a good relationship with the seller. So we're hoping to creatively finance that. And then my husband and I are actually going to be uh, venturing down to Antigua uh, where we are keeping our fingers crossed that we will have um, a hotel property under our belt here coming up in 2024. Um, everyone asks, you know, why Antigua? Uh, no particular reason other than this property just happened to come to us. It's a great cash flowing asset. And we like the owners. The owners are tired. They're ready to just move on from it. And uh, they've also offered some seller financing. So I think any time, especially right now, that you can take advantage of some seller financing opportunities, especially if it's structured the right way, um, it's never a bad thing to, to hop on them and uh, see what you can do to improve the bottom line and, um, and continue to make those, those opportunities thrive. Yeah, that's that's a great set of comments and thoughts. So let me just provide a li little bit of uh, a feedback or color or just kind of thoughts sure. here. So the, the best way to scale, of course, uh, there's, there's two. There's a few ways to, to, to scale. I think you're on the right path, right? So normally, if you do one on one, the, you know it, it's it's limited. Your time is precious, so mm -hmm. you can do uh, one to many. Typically, that means presentations. That means uh, speaking uh, in front of a groups. 
uh, webinars, Zoom. So going from one to one to one to many is a natural path. Of course, there are women only conferences. Right. You can um, become a speaker. Uh, can make you know can make an impact that way. Especially if you have a great story with you beating cancer and having women only studio. So you have a little bit of that background that makes it wonderful. Mm-hmm. So just just you know, I'm listening to you. I'm providing a little bit of comments and thoughts because you you have the the necessary all the great ingredients that able to inspire other women and to help them. So mm-hmm. the other path is obviously uh, book. Uh, if you have some some thoughts that you can get mm-hmm. organized uh, that you can share as well. But that's, that's just a couple of quick, I think you're on the right path. And then the other uh, comments, uh, certainly uh, interesting to hear that you're doing deals in this environment. It's, it's, it's been pretty hard to do deals. And mm-hmm. the uh, loan assumption type of deals, creative finance um, is one of the more interesting ways to, to get it done. If you can mm-hmm. get uh, that kind of financing, and you can get also a great price. That's a uh, combination of the two typically can make it interesting. Folks have brought some deals in that space to to me, and just, just to give you a little little color. Mm-hmm. When they say, well, self-finance or uh, assumption of a loan, it's all wonderful, but the big question <laughs> that I like to ask, is this really a good deal? Right. Because typically, uh, it, having a great mortgage is an asset. So can you get a better price if you were to finance the deal yourself versus... Uh, assuming somebody else debt, mm-hmm. uh, but the difficulty uh, today, the credit markets are super super tight, and loan to values are very low, requiring a lot of equity. It's super hard. So if you can do the deal with seller financing, or uh, some kind of primary financing and seller carry mix, it's certainly absolutely could be wonderful. So, mm-hmm. um, good luck with that. Good luck with the hotel. Hopefully, um, just <laughs> my two cents is. Uh, make sure you understand the business because the people I've seen people do this. They do one thing good. They do a lot of that and then they get bored and mm-hmm. they, they go oh, to sure. look, look at something else. Right. And the right. challenge is uh, what do you know about hotel operation business? You, if you've done multifamily, you build expertise there. That's a little bit of a different um, line of business. Just, just be mindful of that. So. Oh, well, I actually used to run a hotel. Um, so, <laughs> so there that's, that's a good question, right? You, you know, the business. <laughs> Well, and it's 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 why, honestly, um, and this was, of course, this is back in the 90s. However, I was in my early 20s and and I'm giving away my age, but that's OK. I don't I don't care. Um, but it, it, I was kind of left to my own devices. I had a, a, man, a general manager who um, who really was very hands off uh, Monday through Thursday, nine to nine to three, nine to four. And um, he would be walking out the door and he's like, Beth, you know, the hotel's in your hands. So I was left, you know, really dealing with the, 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 the time period during the day when more things would happen. Um, you know, we had a lot of business travelers, so they're always checking in somewhere like after five o'clock. Um, you know, if there was ever anything that would happen in the lounge or the restaurant, it usually was, you know, somewhere around seven, eight o'clock at night, 10 o'clock at night. But I also was in charge of the um, catering operations. So, so I was there anyways. I was there at night. I was there on the weekends. If we had weddings, um, if we had Mother's Day brunches and so forth. So I was very used to, you know, what was going on. And I think I've just had this, this kind of this nagging, you know, itch in me to, to get back to the hospitality industry. And so when this opportunity presented itself, I, I thought, you know, it, um, why not? And uh, it's, it's already running very, it, it's a well-oiled machine already. I know there's things that we can do to actually improve it. Um, but, um, 
But yeah, you know, I mean, you only live once and why not? So if the opportunity makes sense, and which which we will find out in a couple of weeks as when we visit it, um, if it makes sense, then then sure, we're going to go for it. And if it doesn't, um, it's okay too. Nothing, nothing ventured, nothing gained. Yeah, I appreciate that clarification. I mean, it's back to the past. Uh, and and, and uh, it, it sounds like you have a passion for it, which makes a big difference. Mm-hmm. Uh, and obviously experience helps. And um, good luck. I mean, hope it goes well. It's uh, Thank you. an adventure. So for sure. How would folks reach out if they wanted to um, speak with you? Again, uh, women that would like to uh, get some some thoughts, some guidance uh, from you. And of course, you are moving towards one-to-many model instead of one-to-one. But is there a good uh, website? Is there a good way to reach out with some, um, you know, with some questions or some comments, some thoughts? Sure. Absolutely. So you can find me um, on Instagram and TikTok at Investing with Beth. Um, You can also go to my website. I've got two, uh, Lifestyle Equities Group and also investingwithbeth.com. So either one of those two websites, or you can always shoot me a text, 513-470-1078. That is actually the quickest and easiest way to get in touch with me. So. Yeah, thank you for sharing that information. That's great. <laughs> Most people don't want to share that. The, <laughs> then, then the phone number. They don't want to get bugged. But thank you for sharing that. I, I love the website. Investing with Beth. Easy to remember. It is easy to remember, and you know, it it it, it it's it's not just about investing. Um, you know, not just about investing your monies, but investing your time, investing your your health, and and um, you know, I'm a huge fitness uh, buff as well too. So, um, I think there's a lot that you can kind of play off of that investing. It's not just investing monies. So, yeah, investing is really a journey. Sometimes it's a roller coaster, right? I mean, obviously, we're dealing with this environment today. Things go up and down. Uh, but in general, uh, most of the investing, uh, the way I think of it, it's a journey. It's a continuous journey. Because as you invest, you learn, hopefully. Right. If you don't learn, <laughs> right. it's a different What's story. What's the point? What's yeah. the point if you're not continually learning? Absolutely. So thank you for coming on the podcast. Any final thoughts, comments, a good book recommendation, kind of final, you know, you have the floor for the you know the next couple of minutes. Anything final? Any suggestions? Obviously, a good book is a is a great way uh, to to finish. Just final sure. Thought. Um, you know, a couple of books. Um, I mean, actually, um, I've been reading quite a bit um, as of late. And uh, my most recently read um, was uh, actually The Go Giver. Uh, I absolutely love that book, and I wish I would have discovered it so much sooner. And I always felt like I was a giver. I mean, a giver of time and, and, um, and resources, especially, um, you know, with my fitness studio and so forth. I don't know that my mind was necessarily in the, in the same space as, as understanding just exactly, you know, what a go-giver truly is. And, uh, so that's really just been shaping a lot of my thought over the last couple of months. And, um, and my husband who, who, uh, he, he sometimes struggles with sleep apnea, so he finds himself up in the middle of the night. And um, I woke up uh, this morning, or he woke up this morning. I had already been up, and I'm like, "Hey, how'd you sleep?" He goes, "I didn't sleep very well last night, but I started listening to the Go Giver." Um, and he's like, "Wow!" He goes, "I couldn't stop listening." And I was like, "Oh, that!" And that really made me excited, you know, when when my husband wants, you know, is invested in something like that and really finds the value in it. Um, so yeah, I think that'd be a, a great read for anyone who. Um, just might be looking for a mindset shift. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I think, you know, reading, learning, 
um, positive self-talk, all of that can, can really make a difference um, just in terms of how you approach your day, how you approach life. Um, and of course, always with gratitude, um, gratitude at the beginning of the day, gratitude at the end of the day. Um, I think that can just be really helpful just for setting the tone of, of how you can conduct business and treat people and um, move through life. That was wonderful. Thank you. Appreciate that, 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 that wisdom. And uh, it, it is, uh, you know, I'll just add one comment. Um, I'm trying to learn how to get better at being positive because mm-hmm. I remember there was this expression. Uh, I think this, this is, I, I may be off, but this is an old comment I learned many, many years ago. And mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm not doing any, anything other than I think this was written by Ernest Hemingway, just again, for no other reason that I, I kind of recollect this. So his niece complained that life was very difficult. And the life can, can, often, can often be very difficult. He said, my dear, if you only understood that the life was very difficult, things would get a lot easier. And that mindset, just accepting life is full of challenges and constantly mm-hmm. focusing on the positive makes a big difference. And mm-hmm. I, I, I certainly apl- applaud your wisdom and your sharing uh, to focus on that. And, and thank you again, investwithbath.com. Uh, I guess that's the website once again. Investing with Beth. Yep. Sorry, investing with Beth. Yep. My apologies. No, that's okay. Thank you kindly for coming on a podcast. Appreciate you and uh, wishing you a wonderful holiday season. Same to you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Big Mike Fun Podcast. To receive your copy of Mike's How to Choose a Smart Real Estate Fun Book, head to BigMikeFun.com or visit Amazon and type Mike's slot name. Keep listening and keep investing Big Mike style. See you on the next episode.